Dylan and Dutch has filmed before a live studio audience. The events and characters heard within are entirely made up, unless they aren't. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for visiting with us this evening. You now I've traveled across half our state to be here and to see about this land. Now I dare say, some of you might have heard some of the more extravagant rumors about what my plans are, so I just thought you'd like to hear it from me. This is the face. It's no great mystery. I'm an oil man, ladies and gentlemen. I have numerous concerns spread across the state. I have many wells flowing at many thousand barrels per day. I like to think of myself as an oil man. And as an oil man, I hope that you'll forgive just good old-fashioned plain speaking. Now this work that we do is very much a family enterprise. I, I work side by side with my wonderful son, H.W., I think one or two of you may have met him already. I encourage my men to bring their families as well. Of course, it makes an ever so much more rewarding life for them. Family means children. Children means education. So wherever we set up camp, education is a necessity. And we're just so happy to take care of that. So let's build a wonderful school in little Boston. These children are the future that we strive for, and so they should have the very best of things. Now something else, and please don't be insulted. If I speak about this, bread. Let's talk about bread. Now, to my mind, it's an abomination to consider that any man, woman, or child in this magnificent country of ours should have to look upon a loaf of bread as a luxury. We're going to dig water wells here. Water wells means irrigation. Irrigation means cultivation. We're going to raise crops here, where before it just simply was impossible, you're going to have more grain than you know what to do with. Bread will be coming right out of your ears, ma'am. New roads, agriculture, employment, education. These are just, just a few of the things we can offer you. And I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that if we do find oil here, and I think there's a very good chance of that, we will, this community of yours will not only survive, it will flourish. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. Welcome to... Dylan. Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. K-A-C-R. L-P. Alameda and Hunter's Point 2. Yeah. <clears throat> Official uh, voice of Alameda and Hunter's Point and coming Hunter's at you. <clears throat> Dylan and Dutch on the... The airwaves. Airwaves. The radio waves. The pod waves. Electromagnetic spectrum. Oh, we're definitely on, we're definitely on the spectrum. Is yeah. What I've been told. Yeah. Hey, welcome to another week, Dylan and Dutch. Uh, hey, really quick, why don't we recap last week? Yeah. Uh, last week, great episode. Uh, we talked all about safety goggles and our specifically our line of safety goggles that we came out with in the seventies and eighties when we were working on the car auto line for Ford or GMC. One of those. I forget, it was kind of a blur. Mm -hmm. We developed safety goggles in case errant metal fixtures would be flung into our face. Mm -hmm. The important thing about the safety goggles we made were they, they weren't shatterproof. They they shattered immediately as soon as something hit them. Yeah. And the point of it was to lessen, deaden the the impact of whatever metal would be thrown into our eyes. Yeah, a lot of patent wars went on yeah. with that. Um, but eventually we came out on top. And They uh, bought us out. Yeah. 
It's just one of the many things we've done. They bought us out at just the right time, I would say, Perfect for time. us. Yeah. yeah. Perfect time for us. Right before the lawsuits. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great episode. Great episode. Really good. A lot of history involved. Uh, history we, and lore. And lore. We talked about the War of 1812. We talked about... French-Canadian War. Yeah, and all of their ties to the auto industry and our development of those right. safety goggles. How Henry Ford uh, was a proponent <clears throat> of the Holocaust. Mm. Is that true? Um, I, I'm not sure, but if it is, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, my opinion. Allegedly. Yeah. If you say allegedly before anything, they can't sue you. Really? Yeah. I trust you because you're a lawyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the greatest low-power radio station on Earth. You know, I listen to... Allegedly. At least one low-power radio station. Right. This is by far the best one, allegedly. Should I I have said allegedly first? No, as long as you say it somewhere in the sentence. Okay. Every time I listen to a low-power radio station, Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, I haven't listened to this one yet, but I bet I would love it, allegedly. Allegedly. Right. See? We are in the clear. What is an allegedly? Uh, It's an old Civil War boat. That's what Mm. it really is. It's a very strange thing. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a four-man boat Yeah, that uh, was used for uh, doing stuff. Schooner reconnaissance. Is that why it's allegedly? Because four people, like the four legs, like four legs allege? No. No? But I we appreciate your trying to mm. make a connection there. Thanks. It's a Latin slash Greek origin. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Civil War... Yes... Uh, do you want to talk about our official animal of the week? Oh my gosh. This yeah. week, uh, I'm excited about this one. Are yeah. we doing a new one this week? Yeah. Every awesome. week, how we choose the animal of the week, we will. We have a random animal generator on our phones. And it could be a chimpanzee, a marmot. Um, a narwhal. A narwhal. <clears throat> orca. A wolf. Not an orca. No, there are no we, seam animals. We thumbs down An eel, the orcas. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, dolphin. Uh, what else? Mm. This week. Manta ray. Could be a manta ray. Uh, this week. Chose the possum. Yeah. I was surprised when it popped up. You know, I had forgotten about possums. I know almost nothing about them. That they existed until it popped up, and then all yeah. of a sudden, all of this possum knowledge came flooding to my mind right. from the recesses. I mean, it was like. The blood elevator from The Shining. Yeah. I've used that descriptor before. I'm going to keep using it, though. Well, it's so applicable in so many different situations. Right. Yeah. Guys, didn't we do the possum last week? I don't remember. No, probably not. No, the recap. You should have heard our recap. I don't think we even had time to do an animal of the week last week. No, we haven't done an animal of the week in eight weeks. And possums don't wear safety goggles, so that wouldn't even make sense. Yeah. So this week, the possum, and uh, we decided, hey, why don't we this week talk about our favorite possums in film? Yeah. Oh. Possums in film. P-I-F. Possums in film. Uh, Piff. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I've I've got one. Do you have one? When filming, yeah. When filming uh, Gone with the Wind, they had to kill at least 3,000 possums, because they Mm. infested the South. Hmm. Uh, that's not my favorite possum in film. 
They but weren't really in that they film. They were kind of like on the sideline. Okay. My favorite possum in film would probably be the possums from uh, Ice Age. Oh. What are they called? Uh, it's a... Uh, Don't know. Crash and Eddie. They adopt that one mammoth. I forgot her name because I didn't care about the mm. mammoth. But they played possums and they did something. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, there's so many possums to choose from. I could have chosen the possums from Over the Hedge. You could have. Or the Goofy movie. But I hate the Goofy movie. I really don't like Goofy as a character. You could have chosen I... the possums from Alien vs. Predator. What is Goofy? What is Goofy? Is he a cow? Oh. <clears throat> He's some type of animal. What is Goofy? I, I, I really don't know. I think he's a cow. Hmm. Pretty skinny cow. Right? Which is a delicious ice cream treat. Oh, that's right. Skinny cow. Yeah. They never have us as a sponsor. No, they don't. We tried. I tried a couple times. Yeah. I really actually like those skinny cows. Mm-hmm. You know, they are deceptively low calorie. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Is that their... Is that what, like, their motto? How their many motto? calories in one? I have no idea. Is it 96.1? <clears throat> K-A-C-R! L.P. Alameda and Hunter's Point 2. Yeah. yeah. It's good to... I th- we've gotten some notes back on yeah. our on our radio show, and they say we need to remind the listeners what they're listening to yeah. more frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every, like, seven minutes we're going to do that. Yeah. Much love to Hunter's Point, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and looking at the weather, it's 62 degrees... Clear skies. It's ten at night where we're recording, and traffic seems clear. You want to talk about Hunter's Point for a sec? No. Cool. Um, I spent the night there one time. Really? Was yeah. it terrifying? No, I was in a castle. Oh, there's okay. a castle. There is a castle in Hunter's Point. In Hunter's Point. Yeah, there is. Albion Castle. Yeah. I spent the night there. Did you really? My friends were like uh, caretakers there. That's so cool. For a while, yeah. There's a uh, caverns underneath because. Uh, yeah, the freshwater uh, spring underneath the castle. Really? Yeah, and they have all these things cut out. On it, it, It's crazy. They had this giant portrait of Abraham Lincoln. Wow. It was incredible. <clears throat> I had no idea what Hunter's Point was when I stayed there. I still don't. Is, it, is that where all the wealthy people live? In the city? Uh, it must have been. I mean, there was a castle there. That's I mean, true. Come on. It's a castle. Yeah, the bourgeois, real... Really bougie. Yeah, it's probably a bunch of Teslas down there now. I bet. Yeah. What were we talking about? Possums in film. Um, yeah, what's your favorite possum in film? My favorite possum in film? Kylie. Oh. From Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. Kylie, uh, he is the super Okay. Um, for the house that Mr. Fox is actually trying to purchase. Ah. And uh, he loves minnows. To eat, he, he goes with Mr. Fox on some escapades. Okay. Yeah, love Kylie. My favorite possum in film. When you say escapade, I think of Janet Jackson. Yeah. One of the first concerts I ever went to was a Janet Jackson concert. Really? She has that song about escapades or something. She does? Yeah. How does it go? Uh, I, I really don't know. Mm. But she does have that song about Rhythm Nation. One of my friends last week invited me to a Janet Jackson concert. I couldn't make it, but I sent her a text saying, I still think that I'm part of the Rhythm Nation. Hmm. I sense a joke coming. No, uh, her response was to, um, literally, to, she she said, go after yourself. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, Rhythmically? No, uh, I'm not going to say the F word, because this is a PG radio station in the FCC. It's just gunning for us. Oh my right. gosh, even after we sent them all those cakes. Yep. Yeah. Well, surprise! Surprise. Uh, so, surprise erotic cakes. Do we, we don't have to mention them. No, they're not our sponsors. They're not our sponsors. They dropped us. Yes. For whatever reason. Why? Um, <clears throat> we had a good two-week run with them. Uh, sponsors this week, uh, Crash and Burn Mobile Cremation Services. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You want to talk a little bit So about... convenient. I mean, it is. I mean, how many times have you had a body <clears throat> in your home starting to stink a little bit? I mean, yeah. death is a hard thing. If you have a loved one there, you don't want the coroner to just show up and throw someone in the van. No. No, 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 no. I mean, It's you... very impersonal. It is. You want to look the person in the eye that's going to burn to ashes your loved one, your dearly departed loved one. So what's interesting about cremations is when a body is cremated, the muscles seize up and the body actually sits up multiple times. Mm. And it's not really that green. If you go to an actual crematory. I've heard this before. It's not green. You have to use pretty much a jet engine to burn the body. Are are the, the mobile cremators, are they green? No, they just buy a lot of, um, what's it called? Uh, what do they use to start barbecues? Um, propane. Propane? No, not propane. Kerosene. No, what's the lighter, lighter fluid? They just buy, they just bring, Kingsford. A, couple, no, they bring a couple gallons of lighter fluid. Yeah. And so long as you have like, you just dig a pit in your backyard and they'll just light it on fire. That sounds great. They don't dig the pit for you? No, you got to dig the pit. I mean, that's well, you an know, extra I feel charge. Like that's, I feel like that's personal though, to dig your own pit. It's an extra charge. And if you don't want to do that, Crash and Burn and Sale is one of their other uh, subsidiaries. It's a rocket Gibraltar type funeral. So I grew up next to a duck pond mm-hmm. uh, in San Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. And so what my estate plan says is when I die, put me on a rowboat, fill it with kerosene, gasoline, and lighter mm-hmm. fluid, and uh, put me in the middle of the lake and um, light it on fire. I'm going to remember that. I feel like I'm going to be around when you die. You probably will. Like it's going to be something that we're doing. I have a strong feeling it's going to be something that we're doing. And uh, I will definitely remember that that's how you want to go. And I'll make that happen. My grandfather was a mortician. I've mentioned that before in this podcast, haven't I? No. He was a mortician. It's a radio show, too. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Yeah, remember? Oh, oh K-A-C-R-L-P 96.1 Alameda and Hunter's Point, too. He was Love a Hunter's Point. mortician for 50 years. He was, he embalmed people. He did really good work uh, reconstructing people's faces for open casket funerals. Huh. <coughs> when he died, he was cremated. Really? So, after he died, I realized I want to be cremated, too. But, after I die. Huh. Yeah. My favorite more. Mort Mortician movie? Yeah. Mort Mortuary movie? Yeah. Mortician movie. Bernie? Have you seen Bernie? Jack that's, Black? That's in my top five. Oh. Oh, that's right, yeah. Wait, wait, that's is that on... Bernie? That's Bernie, It's right? called Bernie, Bernie yeah. yeah. It's based on true events. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, yeah. My favorite Mortician movie is My Girl. Oh. Dan Aykroyd good plays one. a mortician. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. The twist is, she's that woman the whole time. Really? Yeah. That movie gave me nightmares. Yeah, of bees. Right? 
terrified. Scare me to death. Terrified. I'm not, I don't wear glasses, but I was also terrified of wearing glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I was uh, terrified of Anna Klumskly. Is that her last name? Klumskly? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. My favorite She's mortician the, movie is Grizzly Man. It's a good movie. We'll have to play scenes from it later. Rawr. Saw that. Saw that in Berkeley. Um, hey, speaking of movies, oh, last yeah. week... I forgot to mention this. Last week, <clears throat> we started talking about um, professions we would like to have in the post-apocalyptic era. I wanted to be a businessman. You wanted to be a... a mergers a, and acquisitions. Mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. And I wanted to continue my love and pursuit of uh, truck tire armor. We were, we meant to talk about our favorite post-apocalyptic right. movies. Right, uh, yeah. Do you want to just kind of do back and forth, or... Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, let me do mine, then you do yours. Okay, go ahead. Um, looking for where I wrote it down. Well, perfect, I'll start with mine. Yeah, go ahead. I yours. like, I gotta say, the Mad Max movies. Um, all the way from the originals, with Mel. Yeah. To the new ones with that other guy with Bane. Was he always mad? No, no, that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that he wasn't always mad. Huh. And they try to show that in the movie, like, hey, he had this past life that may have been peaceful, but no. Uh, love those movies. Love the genre. Mm-hmm. I forget the director's name. Do you remember Dean? You usually have this useless knowledge. Uh, Romero? No, that's the zombie guy. Yeah, Oscar Romero is a zombie guy. Yeah, George uh, Romero is yeah. a zombie guy. Romero, Os- who's Oscar Romero? Oscar Romero. Is that his? Oscar George Romero. Oscar Romero. Oscar Romero. He was my baseball coach in fifth grade. Was he? Yeah. Great director. Made amazing movies. Small yeah. world. Really. Uh, anyway, great, great movies. Uh, what's that name? That uh, singer was in one. Cher. Probably. Tina yeah. Turner. That's right. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yep. Great, great one. Actually, I have a great post-apocalyptic movie that I love. Uh, it's really intense. The Land Before Time. Oof. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mine is The Pursuit of Happiness. Really? Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think I saw that one. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah? It's about a guy and his son, and they're doing something. They're trying to survive mm. after this cataclysmic event happened in his life. Mm. And... He does this thing, and something happens, and I didn't really watch most of the movie, but I read the synopsis on IMDb. That's enough for me. It sounds horrifying. It's pretty scary. Hmm. That's my favorite. One of my favorite. What, what about you? What's another favorite post-apocalyptic movie? Uh, I'm going to have to say Mad Max 3. Okay. Yeah. Or 4. But they didn't call it 4. No, they didn't. They called it Fury Road. We saw that together. We did. Yeah, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. We saw it in 3D. Yes. After going to our local watering hole. Yeah, that has our picture up. We went with yep. uh, uh, Chewy. Chewy. We yeah. went with Chewy. And uh, yeah, we enjoyed that. It was probably 11 o'clock at night. I missed some of it. <laughs> um, I brought probably three or four beers from the bar with us. Yeah. Um, for the movie. I fell asleep. For it was about... really hard sneaking those in. Yeah. I fell asleep for about 30% of that movie. Yeah. Well. Was I snoring? Uh, you know what? I didn't mind, because it just meant that I didn't have to give you more beers. That's true. That's good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have mind giving you, giving you the beers, but either way. My other favorite post-apocalyptic movie is Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And if you have to ask why, 
you're an idiot. So, good ideas. It's good to have lists. I like listing favorite types of movies. Can I ask a stupid question? Yeah. Dirty Dancing, is that the one with uh, the bacon guy or the Swayze guy? Uh, Swayze. What's the bacon one? Footloose. Oh, I'm sorry, I know, stupid question. That's, and again, that's not a post-apocalyptic movie. I feel like an uncultured... Is that's that the a, one, isn't that the one where the, the Swayze guy keeps the bacon guy in a well and makes him put lotion on his skin? Speaking of that, that leads us into our next... Our next list. Not list, but... You know, I... Throughout the week, Dutch, yeah. I text you ideas. All the time. I'm, my brain is constantly thinking about this radio show. All hours. I do Up text day, you all hours. night, morning. Yeah. One of the things I love to do now is text my friend Bolton. Like, at 6 a.m. Because mm. it infuriates his wife. Mm. So I'm going to do it earlier and earlier. And I hope... I'm, I'm going to enjoy that. But... Uh, <clears throat> I was thinking... <clears throat> If you were president, what fictional character would you pardon? Easy. Easy E? No, no, no. Oh. It's just an easy question. Yeah. Because Easy E was actually a person. Was he really? Historical figure. Yeah. No, I saw it on Netflix. He was okay. actually real. I trust you. Um, Roadrunner. Yeah? Oh. You're speaking of his intentional infliction of emotional distress. Exactly. Willard Engelthorpe? Engel... What's his... Middle Elder Elderman Elder uh, Engelman something Ether, Ethel, Ethel, Ethelberg Ethelberg Ethelberg, Ethelberg Coyote Coyote yeah Wiley Wile Ethelberg Coyote I for some reason I think that <clears throat> his full name is Willard No I think you're wrong But I didn't realize the Coyote was Jewish um, because I loved the Roadrunner I loved his style mm-hmm. loved what he did or yeah. she it was never very clear. No, it was, because remember, he would dress up female roadrunners mm. to tempt him. I don't know, I really didn't like the show. Uh, but, uh, no, definitely a roadrunner, mm-hmm. because he stuck it to the man, you know? Yeah. Man's trying to get ya, but you get the man. Turn right. around, stick it in their face, and something like that, I don't know. Yeah, you, Isn't you that said, what we like? You would pardon him? Things? Yeah, Absolutely. I would pardon him, yeah. Yeah. I would pardon, um... Both Hannibal Lecter and James Gum. Okay. From the movie Sounds of the Lambs. Mainly because James Gum, he's great with insects. And we don't have a lot of people that are, uh, what are they called, ornithologists or something? Oh, uh, and, 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 <clears throat> E, E, starts with an E. Entomologists? Entomologists, yeah. Did I get that right? No. I think so. And uh, we have a lacking in psychiatry. Hannibal Lecter, he's got a cool accent. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he eats people, but... I mean, he ate that one guy who was playing terribly in the, in the symphony. There's a good mm. reason. And, like, if you eat a human, you're saving a cow. So in India, you're already, like, godlike status. Yeah. Is that insensitive? Should I not say that? Cows are sacred in India. True. Right. <clears throat> but I see what you're saying. Can we speak for... All of the country of India? Well, and I don't, I don't know that all of the country of India is on board with that whole cow thing. I got it. Yeah. All of the country of India would consider Hannibal Lecter godlike, allegedly. Alleged. I found, the, I found the formula. You got it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, allegedly, they would. Yeah. So definitely be Hannibal Lecter. Thanks for bringing that up. 
Silence of the Lambs, definitely one of my favorite comedies. Was yeah. that what that was? Yeah, oh, definitely. But oh. we'll talk about comedies another time. Comedies yeah. is like a, a whole lit, a whole slew of episodes. Yeah. K-A-C-R 96.1 L-P Alameda and Hunter's Point 2 I just love Hunter's Point. That sounded really good. Yeah. It's getting better and better every time, I mean. Right. Hey, um, also, let's plug our P.O. Box. Uh, P.O. Box 2372. Alameda. Alameda, California. California? What's the uh, the zip code there? I don't nine four five something. You you can Google it. Come yeah. on, you lazy. Uh, um, send us pictures. Pictures are great. Pictures of your family. Better. Children. Um, it's fine. Send us uh, maybe some cash. Maybe a check. If you send a, a check, make sure it's to cash. Yeah. Don't send it to Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. And uh, baked goods always always. We check welcome. the PO box every two weeks. Yeah. If you're sending us baked goods. With something that might be illegal until 2018, don't do it mm. because the federal government, it's still illegal. Yeah. What I'm talking about is Sudafed mushrooms and uh, muffins. Hey, while we're talking about uh, mail, yeah. we should talk about our uh, trivia game. Right. Right? Um, so, last week, the question was, what is Dylan and Dutch's combined weight in stone? In stone. Yeah. in stone. Now, a lot of people wrote in, and I think they were confused. Right. Because they thought we were talking about stone, the actual the measurement. measurement. Imperial <coughs> measurement. Isn't it imperial measurement? I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, it's, kind of. It, it's somewhere, like, an actual stone is about 14-something pounds. I don't know. What we were talking about are some of the uh, landscaping stones that I actually have in my right, backyard. backyard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you and I are about five of those. Right. Together. Yeah. Together we weigh about five of those. Oh, got it wrong. Um, and one li- one listener actually did write in with the correct answer, and that was Charles Wilderthup. Yeah, Wilderthorpe. Thorpe. Wilderthup. Thup. Two P's, one E. Okay. Very, mm. very. Does, that looks British, right? It's. It's like British. shop. It's like more British than two P's and an E than cricket. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Charles. Um, I don't remember what we said we were going to give you, but we'll definitely maybe send it. Um, and or let's we move won't. on. Either way, let's move on with uh, the next question. Right. Question of the week. The question of the week. We're going to turn the tables here. We're tired. We're getting kind of tired of yeah thinking of the question. You ask us a question. You ask us a question. Tweet it to us, email it to us. You can text us. Dean, what's your phone number? Uh, nine two five. Yeah. Seven seven seven. Yeah. Four three seven seven. All right. Cool. Text Dean and uh, let him know the best question for uh, Dylan and Dutch, and uh, we will read the best question on air. We'll, we'll read answer. all. Actually, we'll read all the questions on air. We will. Well. We there's gonna be there's gonna be probably hundreds. I don't think we would have to. Have to. I know. We'll what, read the best what, ten. What about the women that are always texting about you guys? Well, those questions are. Well, I mean, yeah, I, we're not gonna um, get into that. Okay. Yeah. Off air. We're tired. We're tired. You know it. Uh, it reminds me. This week I was teaching. That's what I do in my spare time. Oh I yeah. Teach. 
I was really tired this week. I don't know what it was. Big weekend. Big weekend. But I had one of my students come up, and I just said, you, you teach the class. It was one of my smart students. Sure. Yeah. I said, you teach the class. I'm, I'm tired. And You're hungover. Bad trip. Yeah. Took a nap on my desk. And then I, I realized later on, shoot, I'm putting myself out of a job. Right. Yeah. I can't let this student think that they're doing well, which they were. They're probably they were doing great, an right? exceptional job. Yeah. I was taking notes. Um, so what I did was I, I told them that they were terrible and that clearly they'd never gotten a credential in their life, nope. never gone to college, uh, that they, I, I would probably end up failing them in the class and put them in their place. Is so. it, it's important that you made them cry. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Tears. Yeah. Good. I, uh, told them I was going to talk to their parents. Let's both talk really, to them together. That's when the tears started flowing. We should show up to their parents' house and like jump the dad in front of the student. Yeah. Say this is what happens. Yeah. When, when you, you screw up teaching. When, no, you, when screw you up teaching. When you meet a stranger in the Alps, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is negative reinforcement. This is all good. Why haven't you been like nominated for like teacher of like the decade? What do you mean? Why haven't I? Wait, are you a teacher? In my spare time. Yeah. That's good. Gosh, I wish there were more teachers like you. I do too. Man, some of my animals in my classroom. That's right. You do have animals in your classroom, right? You have a bearded dragon. Oh, yeah. You have a, sh- a shorn cat. Yeah. That one's dead, though. It's just on display. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <coughs> Don't use a straight razor. Um, uh, what else do you have? You have uh, mice? I got, I got some fish. Do you have any rats? Mice. You know, I had a rat. Okay. Shoot, you know what? Have you seen this? Oh my god. Can I see it? Yeah, there you go. Hang on. This is solid. Yeah. Solid, uh, solid aluminum, my friend. Wait, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. You handed me an aluminum stick with like a plastic hook on the end. Yep. And what what appears to be a ridged corkscrew, which you could screw into like any like broom or mop, but based on the length and the weight. I can only assume this is a rat stick. That's exactly what it is. Oh my god. This is a rat stick. Tell us more. Um, so, uh, I don't know where I was, where I came up with this idea, but, uh, I saw this aluminum pole. Yeah. Uh, it's probably about three quarters inch diameter. Mm-hmm. Maybe three and a half, four feet long. It's got the threaded end on one side where yeah. you could totally screw into it a, uh, well, a you, broom hand, broom head, mop head. But you wouldn't do that. No, no, that's not the purpose of it. No, it's not the purpose. The other end, it has a little attachment, plastic attachment, so you could hang it on a wall. Right. Perhaps in a garage or a broom closet. Here's why I love that screw attachment. <laughs> yeah. When you're beating a rat, mm-hmm. ostensibly to death. Yeah. The screw attachment makes it very easy to, um, what's it called, uh, impale it. It's true. And by screwing it <clears throat> literally with that attachment, they can't unscrew themselves. No, no, because you're the one in control. Right. You become Vlad the impaler. You become Vlad the screwer. Funny story. Rats. 
he didn't screw nearly as many people as they think. Oh, really? No. Mm. So, instead of a paneling, you're really screwing the rats. Really, you are. Um, so, this is the rat stick, and I gotta say, I've killed probably... You've screwed. Well, eventually, yeah. Uh, two rats. With At least. It. Yeah. At the same time. Mm. You screwed Different both times. Rats? Different times. Wait, I see what you guys are doing here. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. You're trying to get me, aren't you? Oh yeah. No, I will not. I will not be got in gotten. We'll go. We get get. We don't get got. Yeah. Uh, no. We go, we go uh, get. Really, the way to 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 get the rats with these is to beat them with it. It's a right. beating stick. It's a beating stick. Yeah. And uh, when you see a rat, you grab the stick. Yeah. And you hit the rat. Over and over again, until. It's eventually gives up. Eventually gives up. Sometimes you have to step on the rat. Also, I was there with you when you developed the stick. One time, I beat the rat with the stick, and I stepped on this on the rat's head. That didn't work either, so I sprayed it in the mouth with some uh, carburetor cleaner. Yeah, that that eventually did the trick. Yeah, but the stick is really <coughs> that's the money. Yeah, the stick is the most humane way to kill. A rat. Yeah. After about 30 or 40 minutes of hitting it over the head and body, it'll eventually die. The rat. Yeah. How I, how I developed the stick was I was stirring my vat of bleach right. animals. For our pest control business. The bleach animals. Yeah. And uh, one of the rats in the bleach, it wasn't dead yet, it jumped out, and uh, I took my stirring stick, because this used to be a stirring stick. My God, you throw animals in bleach? Didn't you listen to our last episode? I just, I thought you were speaking... It's part of pest control. I thought you were speaking euphemistically. I no, 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 no. Dean, you've seen those vats in my backyard. Mike, that's what's in them? Yeah. I've been drinking out of those. No, you haven't. I thought they were collected rainwater. I see what you're doing here. I will not be gotten, oh. Dean. Oh. I sorry. will not be gotten by you. Stirring my vat, uh, one of the rats in the vat was not yet dead, jumped out. I rats in the vat. the stirring stick, because at the time it was a stirring stick, and then immediately converted it to the rat stick. Yeah. <clears throat> rats in the vat, that would be a great album name. Yeah. I remember that. 96.1. K-A-C-R-L-P. Alameda and Hunter's Point to That's sounding really good. Love <clears throat> Hunter's Point. We should do a re- we should do a remote live taping at Hunter's Point. I could edit out the gunfire. You could go to the castle. If it's still there. Boy, there's the rat stick. Yeah. I'm just crossing that off of our list of things to talk about so during this episode. About. You need to organize. We've what gotten we're say. through like maybe two of fifty topics. We'll get to them. Yeah. You know what I always love about our podcast? What? And radio show, the Game of Thrones recap. This is good. People love talking about Game of Thrones. I mean, people love the show, and uh, when it's not during Game of Thrones season, they they don't know what to do with themselves. Nope. And so they tune in to Dylan and Dutch so we can give them the Game of Thrones recap. Um, What is our recap focusing on? I want to talk about the Tower of Joy. Go ahead. 
Um, this is the scene where Ned Stark and like some other guys are on. I think they're called horses, and some of them have uh, swords, and they're like doing this thing where they're on the horses and they're riding and doing some stuff, and they go to this tower, and uh, some guy named Joy named it for himself. Hmm. So it's called the Tower of Joy. Okay. Selfish. And uh, that guy, Sir Arthur Dane. Called the Sword of the Morning. Yeah, is there? That's like the greatest name. He was ever. uh He was pretty renowned, wasn't he? He was allegedly the allegedly the greatest knight ever. If wow. you're the Sword of the Morning, though, and you get older, you become less effective. Who knows? Because I mean, he died that day. Do you what? become the Sword of the Evening? Perhaps. You I don't know. Ch- you can't well, change your name. It's not what's legal. the name of his sword? I was trying to think of that. Huh. The, it's the Dane family sword. You know what? I'll bet we could Google it. Do you want to do the OK Google? Let me try it. OK Google. No, it's not working. You know why? Why? I have it on a timer right now. That's right. So we know where we are. So one of our listeners can do it and Google it for us. Yeah. How about is that? It, it's a meteorite sword. Is No, it's not. Is it really? Yeah. We love meteorite right. weaponry. It, those of you who don't know, in season one, we fought a Balrog. And used a meteorite sword yeah. to defeat it. <clears throat> Actually, we really didn't defeat it. Um, this is well. Let's not give it away. Let the let right. them go. So, no spoiler alerts. No here. spoilers. No, just for the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, it's um, called Dawn. Dawn. Oh, I, I get it. That's kind of unoriginal. And it's a great ex- sword. Expected. Um, so, sword of the morning. You were saying. Yeah, they start fighting, and the and yeah. the. And the Arthur Dane has the two swords, and and he says, uh, "I wish you good fortune in the wars to come." It's a great, it's a great phrase. They say that a lot in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Before they fight. Yeah. So he says, "I wish you good fortune in the wars to come." Puts yeah. his helmet on. And then Dane says, "Now it begins." And then uh, Ned Stark says, "No," like in his fake Scottish accent. Yeah. Now, now, now. Now it ends. Now it ends. Now it ends. Oh, a leprechaun. Yeah, really, yeah. right? Right. Like, uh, yeah, like Dana Carvey. Yeah. And so, it's like, now it ends. Now, now it ends. No, wait, let me get this right. Now it ends. And they do the fighting, and the guy does the thing with a sword, and the other guy does something, and people get stabbed, and... Yeah. I'm trying to specifically explain the whole thing. Yeah, no, I think I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job. Dude, I've got the perfect picture and, in my uh, head. They're flying all around, and then uh, Ned Stark uh, kills Arthur Dane. Yeah, eventually. <coughs> and uh, here's my problem with Ned Stark. He's supposed to be like the most honorable man. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Thank you. He's supposed to be the most honorable man in Westeros. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but if he was so honorable, why did he tr- try and steal that jewelry? From those hobbits. Right. He mugged that hobbit and tried to steal his ring. Yeah. Which is I mean, did... does Everyone says, oh, he's such a great guy. No one remembers this? Yeah. When he tried to steal that that midget's ring? (laughs) You... Okay. You can't say midget. What are you you talking about? They don't like being called midgets. What do you mean, they? The midgets? I mean, they're they're called little... Don't call them midgets. They're called little persons. Well, we'll do it. 
it's not like I'm talking about the lollipop gang here. I'm not talking. We're not talking about the guys who built the yellow brick road, okay? Yeah, but the guys that built the yellow brick road were dwarves. They're completely different from the little people. Uh, what I'm telling you is, I'm afraid KACR might get sued by midgets. I mean, not, not midgets, by little people. Hmm. We just can't say. Every time we say midget, someone can sue KACR or us. So we should not be saying midget. You mean they could sue KACRLP 96.1 Alameda and Yeah. What are midgets? Well, it's a pejorative for a little person. So midgets is off the table. Yeah. We so I can't say midget anymore? Don't say midget. Midgets is no good. No midgets. I will not, I will not say midget anymore. I apologize for saying midget all the times yeah. I said it. Yeah. I just was trying to speak... About things that involve midgets. Actually, don't say Hobbit either. They're little persons. But that's the thing. Ned Stark is blameless and he's honorable. He tries, tries to steal uh, that ring from Frodo, the yeah. little person. Yeah. And he tries to kill Harrison Ford's family. Right? Yeah. Okay. He's not that blameless. No. I've seen him do some wicked stuff. He double crosses uh, Robert De Niro while trying to steal that uh, briefcase. You know, I mean, I gotta say, the beheading of Ned Stark is probably one of the most just things to happen in that whole series. When Joffrey said, bring me his head, I said to myself, finally, right? somebody gets it. Yeah. And why are they calling him Ned? I thought his name was like something else, like Bor- Boro something. Boromir yeah. is a nickname for Ed. Okay. In Old England. That <laughs> makes sense then. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that I'd up. I'd want to take his confused. head too if my uncle was a midget. Little person. Little person. Team. Allegedly. Little person. Allegedly. Allegedly. So Allegedly. Allegedly. Person. <coughs> no more pejoratives. Yeah. Man, yeah. I hate it when movies do stuff like that to you. Yeah. I was totally confused. <coughs> I was watching, uh, and while watching Lord of the Rings, what was confusing is that one guy, Agent Smith, is in Lord of the Rings. Now, see, that for me, that wasn't that confusing. Oh, why is that? Please because explain. Because he has, like, control over the Matrix, right? Oh, my gosh. So he can kind of pop in and pop out wherever he wants. So Agent Smith right? played Elrond. Yeah. But it's all in the same movie. Yeah. Lord of the Rings <clears throat> is a realm created by the Matrix. Well, I think it's a prequel. I think he can pop in and out of, like, any movie he wants and any plot line he wants. Okay, that makes sense. Right? Because <clears throat> he has that control. You just blew my mind. And I feel like, too, Lord of the Rings, he had ulterior motives, man. Sure he did. Yeah. What? Uh, control. Okay. Somehow. Destroy think... the ring. Now he's in charge. That whole time, I think he was Sauron. You think because so? I never saw him and Sauron in the same place. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, speaking of... Speaking of... I know where you're going with yeah. this. Do you have a favorite superhero... Sidekick. I do. <clears throat> What's yours? Mine is the Joker. Okay. The Joker to is the sidekick to Batman. I totally agree with they you. They tease each other all the time. A lot of hijinks. A lot of hijinks. Little escapades right. that they go on. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're hilarious. They're a great team. It's like the odd couple. Sure. And they always end Absolutely. up saving the day. And together. They always, yeah, together. And they yeah. always, you know. Well, the Joker kind of, he'll back into, like, a terrible situation, make things worse. Mm-hmm. And the Batman would be like, okay, I'm going to fix this. Yeah. And uh, 
Leave it to the Joker to mess things up. Right. And Batman has to come clean up, you know, all the... all the mess. Essentially, Joker makes the mess. Batman is the janitor. Yeah. He's just garbage. Yeah. My favorite superhero sidekick is Seaman. Yeah. I remember asking you that, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite sidekick is... it's. Uh, I think it's Clark Kent. Yeah. Because he plays a great reporter. Cool. He's good friends with Superman. Huh. And, but he leaves Superman alone. He says, I'm friends with Superman. I'll put in a good word for you. But he, you never Give, see him. Gives him his space. Pounding Superman. Yeah. He understands oh, wow. Superman's privacy. I never really thought of that before, but yeah. you know, you make a good case. Right. That's probably why you're a lawyer. I keep forgetting that I am. Yeah. Huh. Hey, speaking of superheroes. Oh my gosh. Like seamen. Have you seen the new Star Wars? Uh, oh, the new Star Wars uh, trailer. Trailer. Oh they, my gosh. It looks can terrible. I, can, I ask, can I ask a question too? Yeah. Why do they call it a trailer? I don't understand. Because back in the good old days, movies would be brought in by trucks, and the trailers were where they would put the previews of the movies. Mm. So when they play the trailer, they're playing the the film from the trailer. That's why. Huh. I saw the new the new trailer. I'm excited. Here's why. I am too. I think that little kid. Yeah. That's playing Anakin. I think he's going to be like some Damien type omen type kid that yeah. like shows like how evil he is and I think he's going to betray his mom and I think he's just like all bad. Like it's obvious that he's going to be a Darth Vader later on. Huh. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the trailer? Love the trailer. Here's what I'm excited about and here's what I'm predicting. Okay. okay. Uh, Prediction. Yeah. I got 10 bucks on it. 15 minute extended sex scene. Chewbacca and C-3PO. Yeah. I'm not going to take that money. I will not take it. Yeah. Because I know enough about George Lucas to know that he's going to put that in. Yeah. I mean, if you <clears> saw <throat> the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. It is implied. It's the implication. Yeah. Because I think, too, uh, uh, the Benioff guy, he was in on the director <coughs> of this. Yeah. And so you know there's going to be some Game of Thrones action going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. With that, and we know Game of Thrones is all about that. It really is. Yeah. All about what? You know. The reconciliation appealing to the prurient interest of people. Yeah. So uh, like things ending well. <clears throat> that's in December, right? That's when that comes out. Yep, I got tickets. It's gonna be good. Take my kids, mm. especially if there's that extended scene. They need to learn. <clears throat> well, when they're curious, the last questions I'll answer them. Mm. About Chewbacca. He's from Kashuk. Excuse you? Yes. You know where I'm from? 96.1 KCR LP Alameda and Hunter's Point 2. That's great. Yeah. What else are we talking about tonight? So many things. Um, You want to talk about your metal detecting find of the week? Oh, this is great. So, for the last three weeks, I could yeah. not find my metal detector. Yeah. I have no clue where it was. Yeah. And I searched everywhere. Turns out it was in my trunk the whole time. Yeah. And uh, can I take credit for finding it? Yes. Yeah, because I was searching, searching, searching everywhere. with my metal detector. Yeah. A really strong signal. It was a great signal. From your truck. Yeah. And uh, probably because it was made of metal? Uh, parts of it are. But mostly Components. because... Your metal detector was in there. Right. Yeah. And, we uh, found it. Yeah, we got it. So the final week is actually my metal detector. Garrett AT Pro. 
Alameda. I'm and Hunter's, and Hunter's Point, point too. <clears throat> Why do we sing that for Garrett AT Pro? Don't worry about it, Dean. Yeah, it's <clears throat> we made that decision before you got here. Yeah, and okay. after. I'm excited to use those um, going up the coast this week. Yeah, <clears throat> our uh, usual spot fell through. We were going to go up this weekend, even though we planned six months in advance and gave <clears throat> ample notice yeah. to go. Um, here's but, the thing. We're going to make the most out of whatever opportunity right. is in front of us. I think I have an idea uh, where we're going to stay, and we're going to metal detect a beach, preferably a hidden beach. What do you think? I'm really excited. Yeah. Well, hidden maybe, beaches, that's usually where you find all the bodies. Do you have an ocean fishing rod? No. I, I think I'm, I'm going to get one. I'm going Are you going to get one? I'm going to go to Bass Pro and get one. Oh my gosh. We should go to Bass Pro before we You know leave. what? Never mind. Is there a Bass Pro around here besides the one over Just there? Just Manteca. Ugh. It's yeah. too far. No, I'm not going. Uh, I'm going to go to my grandma's house. Oh, I bet she's going. Because I'll bet there's one in the rafters there. Yeah. I think I have a couple ocean rods. Yeah? Are you okay to fish the ocean? I have my license. Do you need a license to fish in the ocean? I have no idea, but I have my freshwater license. Okay, no. Um, oh, if you have your freshwater, the ocean is freshwater, but it has salt. Oh, okay. So it's fine. Okay. It it works out. Because, like, I don't have my freshwater license at all, but if I ever get caught by, like, the rangers, yeah, I have a, I have a bag of salt. I'll just throw it in the lake. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, this isn't freshwater. They let me go every time. Yeah. I want to catch a shark. Okay. I've always wanted to punch a shark in the face. It's part of my bucket list. Okay. Like, even a tiger shark that's, like, the size of my hand, I'm going to punch it in the face. Of course, I'll let it go. I'm not a monster. Maybe we could do some abalone diving. I've never done abalone diving. It's intense. Isn't it kind of dangerous? Don't people die doing it? I don't know. Well, I mean, have fun with that. Uh, The only diving I like is down a 250-foot shaft. That's right. Yeah. Hey, send your pictures to uh, P.O. Box 2372. Family pictures, kids. Portraits, wedding pictures. Anything. Something. No, make it PG, please. Oh, my gosh. Ladies, come on. Dylan, you like the pictures of the children, right? No, I like family photos to show people are happy and, you know. Yeah. No, we love them. We got them plastered up all over the place around our recording studio. In my uh, shed, I love have photos everywhere. Um... K-A-C-R-L-P, 96.1 LP. Did we, yeah, they know about that. Uh, <clears throat> Alameda, Hunter's Point. Um, two. We have to say Hunter's Point, two. Two. Yeah. Got it. Should we switch that around and mention them first? Or should Alameda always be first? Alameda is going to be first. How come? Because they host our podcast on their radio show oh, okay. first. Hunter's Point wants to host us on their radio show. Um, they're still going to be second because they are second. Yeah. Dylan, we talked about um, our favorite post-apocalyptic movies. No, we didn't. We didn't? No. Yeah, we did. I don't think so. Yeah, we did. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, let's skip that. How about our favorite current apocalyptic movies? Like, in the middle of the apocalypse. Really, I can only think of one. Oh, what's yours? Apocalypse Now. I was thinking of Apocalypto. High five. Yeah. Oh my god. On the air. Right. High five. Yeah. I think we just named them all. I don't think either of those are about what you think they're about. I think, Dean, we didn't ask you. Yeah. I don't Um, think so either. We're going to edit that part out. That doesn't mean I'm not right. 
That's exactly what that means. Hey, you know what that reminds me of, too? Oh, please. That time we ran across each other. Oh, yeah. At Apocalypticon. Yeah. Bakersfield. Uh, 18, not 18, I'm sorry, 1984. Was it 1984? Yeah, George Orwell's book was yeah, huge. Yeah. No, there. that was a Animal huge, Farm. that was a huge apocalypticon. Um, that's where uh, we happened to both be vendors yeah. at that apocalypticon. You were selling your faux tire armor? The faux armor, yeah. yeah. Not the real stuff. Not the, the real stuff. stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know, what were you sell, selling there? Uh, dating, um, a, a dating, uh, program yeah i filmed people in their outfits and we would have women come in and see if they want to date the people there how'd that go <clears throat> was that on vhs though? i lost a lot of money doing that yeah it was vhs hmm. tapes so i remember coming to your booth and i i made a video yeah i went on a few dates you did yeah but i'm gonna hit pause okay i paid those women to go on the dates with you that makes perfect sense, because you know what? Yeah. Those were some great dates. I bet. Yeah. Let's not go further than that. Okay. But I, but it was paid for. Sounds like a terrible business. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I lost a lot of money on that. Okay. But they, they were paid to... Because I, I knew that you would endorse my product. My dating... My home to VHS dating program. Here's the great thing about you losing a lot of money. Yeah. 1984, you were rolling. Yeah. You had so much money. Well... You had money to burn. Oh, yeah, I had plenty. Yeah. I needed I needed as many deductions as possible. Okay. Yeah, so there was, it didn't bother me that much. And plus, I mean, if you go online right now, go on YouTube and look at, like, like vintage dating um, VHS ads, it's, like, yeah. the funniest thing in the world. Yeah? Mine are not... Mine aren't on there. I burned okay. them. Yeah. It was a tire fire. But yeah, you know, we saw each other at that, at that um, Apocalypticon. Yeah. Didn't was, even know. Was that, that the first time you'd met? or? No, we were no, across each other before. Yeah, probably a couple times here and there. Most notably was the arm wrestling referee boot camp in Cincinnati. The boot camp. Okay, not the actual on the circuit, but yeah, the boot no. camp. Yeah. <clears throat> on the circuit, we'd run into each other before, but you were, Cincinnati. You were a more uh, accomplished arm wrestler than I was. I At that time, I was. Yeah, I was really heavily into it. And that was WKRP. Oh, in Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the TV show. No, that was the radio station. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. It was a TV show. Yeah, it was. Now that I think of With it. With the guy from Head of the Class. Yeah. Um, is that why your right arm is so gigantic and your left one is so small? <clears throat> you know the funny thing about that, Dean? I didn't arm wrestle with my right arm. Whoa. I was trying to be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite arm wrestler of all time? Well, fictional or non-fictional? Yes. The whole... <coughs> The Hulk, okay. Yeah, um, not 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 the the fictional character, the Hulk, the actual guy that played the Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah, Terry Belia. Yeah, that's his name. Wasn't he kind of deaf? Oh, Terry Belia, the guy who played Hulk Hulk Hogan. No, 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 the Hulk. Oh no, he played um, the Hulk like in the Hulk movies. What's that guy's name? Uh, I can't think of it. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. No, that's not it. No, it is. I don't think so. Well, agree to disagree. Pretty sure it's Terry Belia. He played the Hulk. Agree to agree? Yeah. Agree my favorite, to agree to disagree. My Okay. 
Yeah, no, I'll meet you halfway. I'm meeting, I'm agreeing with you, I'm disagreeing with Dean. Right. My with, favorite... Even though I agree with Dean, just by principle, I'm disagreeing with him. Thank you. You're That's welcome. why you're the Dutch to my Dylan. Your my favorite, favorite arm wrestler? arm wrestler would probably be Bull Hurley from Over the Top. Oh, there's good no, choice. There's no way... <clears throat> there's no way... Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. There's no way Sylvester Stallone's character, Lincoln Hawk, would have beaten him. No, Look at absolutely not. There's no way. No. That's all Hollywood. I don't think so. No. Yeah, Bull Hurley is the best. Because um, when you look at that matchup, it's like John <clears throat> Cena. Yeah. Arm wrestling some Somalian kid. Right. Maybe a pirate. I don't know. Yeah, who's going to win? I'm sorry. You know, Does the pirate have an AK-47? My so mind went win. straight to pirate when you said Somalian kid. Yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah for good reason. Yeah, probably. but that's on me. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. So I apologize. Well, I mean, they did make that movie, which probably you know affected your thinking. Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, rounding third. Oh, we're rounding third. We're hitting home. Oh what's man. The, what's the last thing you want to talk about before we close out to some nice music? You know what? Let me just throw something in there. That's beer of the week. Great. I have some vintage Miller Genuine Draft. Ooh, MGD. That I found in a burnt down house. Yeah. Um, in Santa Rosa? Re- relevant. No. Too soon. Way too soon. Too soon. Way too soon. <clears throat> um, that I, I did found, find in a burnt out house. This was years ago. This was, uh, here's the Manteca, right? This is Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Oh, mm. yes. Oh, the champagne of beers. You yeah. know, it's funny. Not MGD, the, the High Life. Yeah. Oh. The label is burnt off, but you still knew this is the high life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know your beer. Oh, yeah. No, I took a, uh, a course, a correspondence course. Sure. Through Miller um, to in, in beer identification. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The funny thing about it, none of it was based on taste. Sure. Yeah. But, what uh, was it based on? Um, everything else. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. No, that's the beer of the week. That's great. Until next time, thanks for listening to Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. Do you want to leave it with like some wise saying, Dutch? Yeah. What do you want to say? Success of an individual is not determined by how much money they make. 